Thank you for joining Resurrection Lutheran Church this Sunday morning, giving praise with us for God's blessings of music, prayer, and scripture. I, Pastor Karen Perkins, will be sharing a message of grace, forgiveness, and hope. All of the worship leaders welcome you. gives us courage to start again. You fasten righteousness around your waist and baptized with the Holy Spirit's fire. Bless us as we mirror your mighty fire in these simple flames and teach us to mirror your justice in the paths we prefer. We prepare. We ask that peace abound until none hurt or destroy over all the earth. Amen. If you haven't already gotten it, this is your Advent worship pack, and a lot of you took them last week, and you took them for other people. If you weren't here last week and you didn't get yours, or if you um, if you want another one this week, then please please feel free to pick it up. Just let me know so I know who's who's already gotten them and who still needs to have them delivered or mailed. And if you want to take one to a neighbor, that's great as well. In it are the carols and hymns that we'll be singing on Christmas Eve. And that's so that, that whether you Zoom in on Christmas Eve or whether you're here in person, you have all the hymns and carols with you. You'll also have three candles so that if you want to participate in the silent night candle lighting, where we turn out the light and light candles, it's really fun to do that across the country. But there will be candles in here, and then there's also the Advent devotional from the Synod that different, different people from around the Synod have contributed to. And uh, since we're already a week into Advent, you can pick that up at whatever stage you want, but there's some, there's some great stuff in there. All of that is in your Advent pack. If you are at home or on the radio and you would like to receive an Advent packet, there are a number of ways you can do it. You can call the Resurrection Lutheran Church office. You can also go to our website at rlcjuno.org and request one. There's a form to request one. And, um, or you can call. Did I say call? Yeah, you can call. <laughs> okay. So we want to make sure that anybody who wants one can, can participate. The more we pray together, we study together, again, whether we're in the same place or not, the more we grow as a community. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us pray. Stir up our hearts, Lord God, to prepare the way of your only Son. By his coming, nurture our growth as people of repentance and peace. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Now it's time for our children's message. Now, today is not a very good example, but we're in that time of year where it's really dark. Right now it's very sunny, but it is 10 o'clock in the morning. 
But typically on my drive into town to go to work and drop the kids off at daycare, it's dark and by the time I go to pick them up and bring them home, it's dark. But luckily, there are twinkly Christmas lights in our neighborhood and there are candles at church. These are here to remind us to have hope for what is yet to come. It is difficult to see in the sun how sparkly and beautifully bright the lights can shine. And so we do have to wait to see that until it's dark. God is in the sun setting and the deep blue dark night sky and in the lights that sparkle. This week, we should all keep a lookout for the lights that sparkle and know they are a reminder of how much God loves us. Let's pray. Dear God, thank you so much for being everywhere, for giving us the darkness so that we can see the light, and for being with us all the time. Amen. I invite you to rise as you are able. Let us together welcome the gospel. Jesus begins his public ministry, John the Baptist appears, calling people to mend their ways and speaking of a powerful one who is to come. The Holy Gospel, according to Matthew, the third chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. In those days, John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness of Judea, proclaiming, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. This is the one whom the of whom the prophet Isaiah spoke when he said, the voice of one crying out in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. Now John wore clothing of camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist, and his food was locusts and wild honey. Then the people of Jerusalem and all Judea were going out to him, and all the region along the Jordan. And they were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. But when he saw many Pharisees and Sadducees coming for baptism, he said to them, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Bear fruit worthy of repentance. Do not presume to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our ancestor. For I tell you, God is able from these stones to raise up children to Abraham. Even now the axe is lying at the root of the trees. Every tree, therefore, that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. I baptize you with the water for repentance, but one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to carry his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand and he will clear his threshing floor and will gather his wheat into the granary. But the chaff he will burn with an unquenchable fire. The Gospel of the Lord. You may be seated. So how many people drove this morning? Drove? Okay. 
if you if you if you keep your car in a garage, it doesn't count. But if you don't keep your car in a garage, when you got ready to drive here, what did you do? Scrape. Started it. Started it and let it run. Let it run. Why? To melt the ice, to defrost, to warm it up, right? And then depending on exactly where you live, maybe you had snow that you had to brush off of the front and the back and when the last time you drove the car was, and maybe you had to put ice melt on the windshield as you were defrosting. I will tell you that uh, our car, not the one we drove today, but uh, our other car, among other problems, has a hole in the trunk that lets water into the cab and that means that when it's warm the water evaporates to the inside of the wind windshield and then it freezes and so i have actual frozen water on the inside of my windshield and on the outside of my windshield and so are you going to stand here with me while i preach okay and so not only do i have to scrape and brush and spray and wipe and turn on the the um uh what do you call it uh defroster and the heater, and wait, and wait, and wait. It depends on how old your car is, too, and wait, and wait, and wait. Uh, I also sometimes have to put uh, uh, the ice melt on the inside, or on a rag, and wipe, and wipe, and wipe. Okay, now, I am pretty sure I am the, not the only one who has backed out of the driveway and started going down the street and realized I did not wait long enough, right? And you kind of go, oh, wait a minute. This isn't right. It's better than it was. But I'm sitting there kind of looking out the bottom, and everything's white around me, so that's not good because normally, you know, if you've got sidewalks or houses and you can see, you at least can see where the road is, but when everything's white, and it was 14 degrees, at least where I live, it was 14 degrees this morning. So it was cold, and, and everything was white, and breathing gets, gets more frost on the inside of the window. So then I'm wiping that off. The other thing is that for me, it's easier if I put on my glasses. Um, one of the only times that I wear my glasses is when, I, when I'm driving. So put on my glasses so that I can, I can see, right? All these things that we're doing. Now, if you drive without doing those things, you're endangering yourself. You're endangering everybody else, right? Because... We have to be able to see in order to drive these vehicles, in order to, to take this tool that we have to bring ourselves here. And we have a gospel that actually isn't a lot different from that. It points to John the Baptist. Um, but John the Baptist always in scripture points to Jesus. Everything John the Baptist does is to help us see Jesus. And so when he's saying, I'm going to baptize you with repentance, that's the washing off of this, what's covering our vision, what's blocking our ability to see and follow Christ. Well, because if we don't do that, if we don't release, release our sin and repent of our sin, it becomes impossible. Impossible to drive. It's not a lot different. And when he tells the Pharisees and the Sadducees who come, oh, I want to tell you a statistic that I learned. This is from back when I was at AAA. <laughs> Does everybody here know what an average is? 
And average means that if you take everybody, average is in the middle. If you're, if you're comparing something, half the people will be above the middle, half the people will be below the middle. That's average is the middle, right? How many people do you think consider themselves above average drivers? More than half. More than half, right? Where it really, like, technically can only be 50%. That's, that's how average works. Only half of us can be better than average driver. But I guarantee you upwards of 90% of people evaluate themselves as better than average drivers. That's the Pharisees and the Sadducees that are coming for baptism. They're coming for baptism because they see everybody else doing it. And it looks good and there are crowds doing it. But they're quite confident. We're children of Abraham. We follow the law. We're the authorities. We're an elite class. We're good. We don't really need to make sure that our sins are wiped away. We don't need our windshield cleared. Well, I don't care how good of a driver you are. If you have your windshield covered on the inside or the outside or both with frost, we're dangerous. We're invited by John always. And note, every time John comes up, he's not about proclaiming himself. Everything that we get told about him is so that he can help us see Jesus. Prepare for Jesus. Prepare for Jesus. And he's telling us much like, and, and I'm, I'm not good at the whole, you know, like make sure I get outside 10 minutes early to start the car. It's a good thing I live with somebody who is because it takes time and preparation to be ready to drive away. So John's telling us, prepare, 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 prepare. Prepare. At the end of the day, though, how well you clean the window is not the end goal, right? I mean, you can sit there and wipe windows at the end of the day. It's not going to get you anywhere. Whether or not you wear your glasses, not the point. Taking appropriate amount of time. Not the point. The point is these are tools that we have to be able to see. And when we're driving, one of the things that any driver instructor will tell you is keep your eyes where you're going, right? Keep your eyes on the road. There's a lot of reasons that people have collisions, but futzing with the air, you know, um, the defroster, and looking for your glasses in your bag and wiping, all of those actions are distractions. Thinking about ourselves and whether or not we're good enough and whether or not we're doing good enough and whether or not we're preparing properly, all of that is looking inside the car. It's looking about, what am I doing inside the car here? And it's not that that stuff doesn't matter. But it's that unless we're looking at Jesus, unless we're looking to Jesus to be that, that goal, that gift, the rest is meaningless. And so in our preparation this year, much like last week, I'm going to invite you to say, what are the things that, I, that need, I need to let go of so that they're out of the way? What are the things that affect my ability to see? 
What are the things that, I mean, in, in Isaiah talks about making the roads straight and being something new. And, you know, there's, there's talk about a new tree springing up. All of this are, are things about, you know, how, how, how does the incarnate Christ become manifest? And how do we see it? We can't make ourselves see it. What we can do is remember to get the junk out of the way, the distractions. Different things distract different people at this time of year. For a lot of us, it's busyness. For some of us, it's loneliness. For some of us, it's budget planning for next year. For some of us, it's, okay, I live in Juneau, let me add five days to my Amazon Prime order. But all of that, all of that, so that we can help celebrate, celebrate, right? To get where we're going. May you have clean and defrosted windshields in your advent this year. Let us all head towards this beautiful birth that we celebrate in just a few weeks. I want you to rise. As you are able, let us sing. Let us confess together. We believe in one God, 
the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit, he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day, he rose again. In accordance with the scriptures, he ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son. With the Father and the Son, he is worshipped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen.
This is the part of our service where we lift up our gifts to God. We offer ourselves, our time, and our possessions. Members, of course, are encouraged to give our regular tithes and offerings through an assigned number, and we have regular vehicles for doing that. You're invited to go to our website and use PayPal or one of the other donate buttons that we have on the website. You can make a special offering to the RLC on KINY ministry, which helps keep this on the air, or to the RLC food pantry, or to Juno Live, which helps with community outreach. You're also more than welcome to come by in person or make a food donation. We encourage people also to be involved with the community and appreciate volunteers. All of these things are gathered together in song and prayer. Eternal God, you make the desert bloom and send springs of water to thirsty ground. Receive these simple gifts of bread, wine, and money and make us messengers of your mercy and love for all in need of your healing and justice. We ask this through Christ our Savior. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us announce together the, the mission, mission of, of Resurrection Lutheran Church is to promote spiritual growth in Christ and service to all people. God, the eternal word who dwells with us in Jesus and who holds us in the grace of the Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever.
Christ is near. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. This has been an abridged worship service of Resurrection Lutheran Church. You are welcome to join us for worship in person on Sunday mornings at 930. We are located at 740 West 10th Street in downtown Juneau. Our phone number is 586-2380. More information about our location, parking lot, current COVID policy, and other contact information is available on our website at rlcjuno.org. The website is also the best way to learn about what events are happening with the community outreach ministry, Juno Live. With a vital food pantry, bell choir, quilting group, Bible study, and others, there may be a ministry here just for you. Come and see.